Hey you, welcome to the Insta Universe podcast. My name is Jillian and today we're going to talk about content marketing. I want to share with you what content marketing is, why you should be using it, and most importantly, why you shouldn't be afraid of using it. I see so many entrepreneurs online who are not sharing enough knowledge or information because they're scared. They are scared they get more competition. They are scared that people are not going to pay for them anymore. But that's really not necessary. And I'm going to explain to you in this podcast why that's irrelevant. And I'm also going to explain to you by using three types of readers, why you should be using content marketing as your marketing strategy, because it's so useful to your potential client and it might even lead to a sale. So if you want to learn about content marketing, if you want to learn about these three readers, please continue to listen and let's dive into this episode. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's here, the podcast. I can't believe I'm doing this right now. It feels so weird. I've been listening to podcasts for months now, and I just fell in love with this platform so much so that I wanted to start my own. And I was a little bit too excited because I ordered a microphone, but it never arrived. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to take my earphones and I'm going to record this episode no matter what. But I listened back to it and oh my goodness, I can I can hear the crappy microphone. So I just want to say sorry for that. Uh, next time I will wait until my microphone is here. But I just couldn't wait to share this knowledge with you. And I hope you can bear with me through this first episode. I'm still working on... Uh, you know, making intros and outros and all that kinds of stuff. But I just, you know what? Start before you're ready. Always just start, just do it. I was in the vibe. I was in the mood. So here we are. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'm grateful that you're here because there are so many podcasts out there already about marketing and social media marketing, especially, and you're here. And that's just, that's amazing. I just want to thank you so much for that. I also, quick reminder, I also want to, um, just apologize for my cat. If you hear my cat in the background, like I love her to death, but she thinks that I'm talking to her. So she's talking back to me. If you hear her in the background, don't mind her. Just listen to the information that I'm giving you. And to all the cat people out there, shout out to you. High five. You know what I'm talking about. But without further ado, let's get into content marketing and why it's important. So today's episode is actually inspired by one of my social media clients that I had in my social media marketing business. Um, she came to us with like the question, okay, I'm starting a new business and I want to uh, use social media as one of my marketing tools and can you set it up for me? And so we did. We made this whole strategy for her and it included a lot of um, content marketing because I feel like it's a very effective marketing strategy. So we made this um, calendar for her with all of her posts on it and she'd had like Facebook before, obviously, like she's had her personal Facebook page, but she'd never used um, social media for business purposes before. So when we showed her the first calendar with all of her posts that she was going to be posting, she was like, oh my God, why are these captions so long? And why are you sharing so much information? Like, I thought we were just going to take a picture, post it. I don't want my face on it. I just want a small caption um, and we're done, right? And we were like, not really, because... 
that's not going to convince your followers to become clients. And first of all, you need to get followers. Like people need to follow you and know you and get to know you and know that you are a trusted source. So we're going to have to share a lot of information in the beginning to get these people talking about you and talking to you. And she was just so hesitant. She was like, no, I don't know. I'm scared of sharing my like secret sauce. Like I don't, I don't feel like that's a very effective way of doing things. And at first I was very frustrated. I was like, girl, can you just listen to my advice and just trust me in what I'm doing? Like, I know what I'm doing. Can you please just let me do my job? But after hearing her side of the story for a while, it gave me more insight into her head as like a social media noob. (laughs) I don't want to call my clients noobs, but like, you know, it just showed me the other side of the story because for me sharing so much content, it just comes very naturally and I don't have to think about it. I'm just like, okay, hit the share button. But for other people... It doesn't come so naturally and it can be quite scary because especially as a solopreneur, when you have to do everything yourself and social media is just part of your business, it's not like your whole business, but it's just part of it. Um, It can feel very overwhelming to share so much stuff online. Um, So that's what inspired this podcast. And I just want to talk about what content marketing is, uh, why it's important, and most importantly, why you shouldn't be afraid of sharing your knowledge because there are three types of readers that every person encounters online and these three readers are not going to be your clients, not all of them at least, but each are very important to your business and yes, one of the three will become your clients. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode and let me just start off with what content marketing actually is. Simply put, content marketing is a marketing strategy. It's about sharing informative, substantive posts where you don't explicitly promote your brand. So for example, this podcast, I'm going to talk about my expertise. I'm going to talk about content marketing. I'm going to teach you something and I'm going to give you my tips and tricks. But never in this podcast will I say, this is my service. Go do business with me. I mean, I just said it, but I don't mean it that way. So like, I'm not, it's not like advertisement where like you're in your face. This is my brand. This is my logo. These are my products. Go buy them. That's very direct. Content marketing is very indirect. So by sharing your knowledge, by giving out free tips and tricks, by giving advice, you are just kind of helping your potential client and hopefully they will see your value and hopefully they'll be like, okay, this sounds very good. This sounds like something I need. I can trust this person because they are very knowledgeable. I'm going to do business with them. A good example of content marketing and the most used content marketing form is, of course, blogs and YouTube videos. Those are like everywhere on the Internet, right? Um, Content marketing also helps with your SEO. It also helps you to be uh, found on YouTube. Just think of it this way. Like, just think of it as if your potential client is going to ask you a question like, how should I use Instagram for business? you're going to give them the answer and you're going to give them the answer in the form of a blog. And that would be your content marketing strategy. So you want to be found when someone types in Google, they go to Google and they type in, how do I use Instagram for business? Your website and your blog will be the number one hit. And that's your marketing. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to scream in everyone's faces. You're being helpful because the person that's asking the question is getting the answer from you. And If they need any more help with the problem, if they feel like they can't solve it on their own, then you'll be the first person they go to because they just read everything about it on your website. So it's a very constructive way of doing your marketing. It's very cheap. I mean, it's time consuming, but it's very cheap. One of the advantages of content marketing, of course, besides the fact that it's free, 
is that it's also giving you the authority. If you're the number one hit on Google, if you're the number one hit on YouTube, people will be the first one to see you. So if they have any specific questions for their business and you can tell them how to solve it, they'll come to you. So to just sum it up, content marketing is substantive, right? It's a long post, it's a long blog. It answers a question, you add value to someone's day. Now, I do feel that there's also a different type of content creator, and those are of course called the influencers. They create a lot of content, they call themselves content creators. And although I had a little bit of difficulty with that at first, I do find them that they use content marketing for their businesses, but they use it differently than you and I do as entrepreneurs. They use it to entertain people and to inspire people. And in a way that is also content marketing, because if people are looking for certain outfit inspirations and they look, they're looking for a certain style and you're the person that they go to, like you're their go-to person for uh, affordable luxury, then yes, you are using content marketing. And if you're tagging brands, if you are giving them discount codes, if you're talking about the fashion, like giving them a, like a blog post of how you can style certain items. And I do feel that that's content marketing in a way. It's just different than the business way. So I, content marketing doesn't always have to be informative. It can also be inspirational. It can be entertaining and it can also be engaging. So there's different types of, of content marketing. But as this is a podcast for like service-based businesses, I would say that being informative and teaching people things is the number one strategy and the number one thing to pick. Because if you're a business, if you're a service-based business and you're there to like entertain people, then that doesn't really go together. I do feel that you have to entertain your audience once in a while to just kind of break up like the sales, but it shouldn't be your number one thing. You shouldn't be vlogging your personal life if you are a, uh, I don't know, human resource professional, you know, that's just, it doesn't really work together. You could do it and it could work for you, but vlogging is more about entertaining and showing someone your day. I wouldn't really use that as a marketing strategy because it doesn't really show your business. It doesn't really show your expertise. So you do have to think about what type of content marketing form best fits your business. But let's just say you're a service-based business, then absolutely go for teaching people. That is like the holy grail and it's the easiest way to attract people to your brand. This is a smooth transition into why content marketing is so important. It establishes you as an authority. It makes your audience think, oh my God, yes, you understand me. You understand my problem and you have the solution. You understand it. You know exactly what you're doing. Please take my money and solve my problem because I can't do it myself. That is why you should use content marketing. And we're getting to the three types of readers in a minute, but it's the easiest way to attract people to your brand. And it's the easiest way to also engage with your followers and with your audience, because if you're sharing knowledge and tips and people have questions, they can ask you and you can answer them. And by answering those questions, by talking to your audience, you're establishing this bond with them. And that's the whole principle of sales, right? It's the know, like, and trust process. And so if you can just engage in conversation, if you post something on social media that really, you know, leaves people with like the feeling of, oh my God. I understand what you're saying, kind of, but I do still have so many questions. And if they start asking those questions to you, it gives you an opportunity to engage with them. 
and to, you know, glue them to your business, glue them to your social media channel, which is great because the more you can talk to your audience, the more that you can talk to your potential client, the bigger the chance they're going to hire you for a job. And the best way I can explain this to you is by an example that I had in my own life a few weeks ago, actually, it was quite recently. Uh, I saw this picture on social media, I saw this picture on Instagram, and it was the photographer who shared a picture of like this public speaking coach. And she just basically said in her caption, like, well, if you ever need any uh, public speaking coaching, please go to add her username and go follow her and hire her for your uh, for your coaching. And I thought, yeah, oh, my God, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to start talking more. And I would really like to learn more about public speaking. I would really like a coach, maybe, or hire someone for maybe a few hours that can help me with my breathing and that can help me with my talking. And yeah, I mean, if you recommend her, sure, I'll go look at her profile. And so I got to her profile. And it was a business profile. Yeah, let me just say that because it had like the bio, it had a very clear bio, that was a good thing. But then I looked at her photos. And the first photo was like a photo of her dog. And then it was something of food. Then it was like a beach picture. And it had nothing like none of the first nine pictures that I saw on Instagram had anything to do with public speaking. And that kind of left me disappointed. I was like, okay, but I came here because you're a speaking coach. You say in your bio that you're a speaking coach, but nowhere on your profile do I see you standing in front of an audience. Nowhere do I see a video of you giving tips and tricks on how to breathe properly during a talk. Nowhere do I see a testimonial of someone in your, who has used your business or has used your coaching. I, I can't find anything about your business. So I left. I didn't follow. I didn't like anything. And obviously, I did not become a customer. Such a shame, right? That's just you're losing a customer. You're losing a potential client. And why? Because you didn't post the correct content, because you didn't um, show the world what your expertise was. You didn't give any tangible information that I could do something with. I didn't really get to know you. Yeah, of course, you have a dog. I like dogs. But that's not enough reason to to become your client. And I only saw like a few pictures of her face. And like, if I'm going to work with someone, I want to know them, right? If I want to spend my money on a business or on a solopreneur, I want to know, okay, this person, you know, looks good to me. I kind of trust her. I can look her in the eyes. Yeah, this feels good. I'm going to pay you my money. So you see how you're just losing business if you're not using social media properly, if you're not using content marketing properly, you are not engaging that potential client, you are not triggering them to go follow you. So it's very, very important that you use it in a strategic way. And one of the things that you have to do is give away free advice. One of the things you have to do is give free tips. And I know that's not easy as an entrepreneur, trust me, like, I am one. I know how it feels. It feels very scary to just put your knowledge out there because there are two reasons why you're not doing that. Let me just tell you, I can get into your head. There are two reasons why you're not using content marketing right now. The first reason is that you're scared of competition. You're scared that when people read your caption, you're scared that when people read your blog post, they'll be like, yes, that is a good idea. I'm going to steal that from you and I'm going to be exactly the same. Well, I hate to break it to you, but everything ever is already on the internet, okay? The internet has been around for like, what, 30 years? Everything that people want to know is already there. If people want to know how to write a proper Instagram caption, they'll Google it, they'll find the answer, period. 
you're not special. You're not new. You're not innovative. I'm sorry. We all went to university. We all studied the same theories. We all know how communication works. Yeah, sorry. You're not better than your competition. People don't buy your knowledge. Okay. They don't buy your knowledge. Let that just sink in. They buy you. People want to work with you, not because you're so smart, not because you know everything about Instagram marketing. No, because they like you. They like your face. They like the way you talk. They like the way you dress. They like the way you explain things. They, you make it easy for them. You make them feel good. You make them feel heard, whatever. People buy you, especially as a solopreneur. Oh my gosh, that's personal branding. So it doesn't matter what type of information you share. It doesn't matter if you're giving away free tips. You know, everything is already out there. So what makes it special is you. Do you still feel that sharing free information is going to give you more competition? You are living in a place of fear. You are, you know, being an entrepreneur from a place of fear. And that's a little mindset thing that we're going to talk about in a later episode. But you need to live in a place of abundance. You need to act from a place of abundance. There are more than enough clients in the world. There's more than enough money in the world. Really, there is. The only thing that you have to do is just attract the people that like you and serve the people that feel good to you and for you. Content marketing and giving away free tips and advice is just a way of showing your personality. If you do it your way, you will never have competition because you're you and there's no one like you. So yeah, there you have it. Competition is not an excuse. The second thought of why it's scary and why you shouldn't post content marketing and that's withholding you from sharing all this content is thinking, oh my gosh, people can do it themselves now. Again, you're acting from a place of fear. You're acting from a place where there's no abundance. Um, people are not going to do it themselves, okay? If they were able to do it themselves, they wouldn't be looking for your account. Yes, obviously, they are going to try your tips and tricks. They're going to give it a go, but they're never going to be as good as it, as good in it, <laughs> sorry, as you, right? So they are taking your tips and tricks to heart. They are trying to do their best, which is a good thing, right? That's like, yay, oh my gosh, people are actually trying to learn from me. But just trust me, it's not going to be the same because they're not you and you have this expertise. You have to be so fucking confident. Like, okay, I do it my way and my way is the highway and you can try it, but it's never going to be as good as what I'm doing. It's not cocky. It's not, it's, it's just confident in your work. Okay. So people are going to give it a try and that's a good thing. Be happy. You know, you taught them something. They are inspired by you. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about that? How exciting is it when someone reads your Instagram caption on how to make the perfect post and they actually try that shit? I mean, how, how cool is that? Sooner or later, the people that are trying your tips and tricks are going to be like, okay, I gave, I gave it a go. It's not working for me. Yeah, I'm going to just hire her because, you know, I'm not dealing with this. Oh, and I said there were two thoughts, but now I'm thinking there's three because the third one would be like, what's withholding you from, you know, using content marketing as your strategy? The third thought I think would be, why should people still pay you, right? You're sharing all this free um, knowledge. You're sharing all these free gifts and all this free advice, and it's still not working. And you're scared that by giving this free advice, well, it kind of goes with number two, I guess but it's a little different, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Like the third thought is, okay, but why would people still pay me again? I'm taking it all back. They're paying you because you can do it better than them. You can do it faster than them. And it's, you know, people again, don't pay for the knowledge that you share. They pay not your expertise. They pay you. 
I hope that I've convinced you that content marketing is your go-to strategy. And we are now going to dive into the three types of people that are reading your content. It's like the holy grail. Once you know these three types of people, it's gonna be so easy and you can let go of your fears. You can let go of the place of not living in abundance and do the mindset work. Okay, I'm telling you, do the freaking mindset work. But if you know these three types of people and you can cater to these three types of people, girl, you got it. So we're diving into the three types. I actually have names for these types of readers. <laughs> they are Susan, Betty, and Lucy. And I give them names because I want to personify them. I want to, if I'm writing a caption on Instagram, I want to write for Betty. I want to write for Susan. I just want to have them in my head and I see them like as my high school girls from my old high school. I just, I can just picture them in front of me. And I just want, if I'm teaching something, I'm just going to talk to them directly. It's much better that way. You don't want to talk to a group of people. You don't want to be preaching, right? It feels like preaching sometimes, but you don't want to be preaching. You want to talk to your best friend or you want to just talk to that girl from in the hallway in high school. And just, you know, kind of update her on life. That's the feeling that you want to have when you are using content marketing. So let's start with Susan. Susan is your competition. Yes, your competition is going to read your content. No big deal, right? We just covered that a few minutes ago. It's no big deal. She's your competition. She is someone who knows what you know. She is someone in your field. Susan also studied at university. She also has a degree in marketing. She also has a good large Instagram account. And she just, you know, she was searching the hashtag social media coach and she came across your page and she just thought, hmm, let me just check her out. And she read some of your captions and she's like, oh yeah, well, I understand. I got it. You know, I'm doing this myself. I have a business in this. I'm good. Susan is not going to buy from you. She is just scrolling. She is following you maybe because she kind of wants to like be inspired by you. Again, that's a good thing. And sometimes she'll, you know, she'll comment on your pictures and she'll be like, yes, oh my gosh, I agree with you so much. You know, she gets you because she's in your field. Now I can hear you thinking like, okay, Susan is my competition. I should not be dealing with her. I don't want to comment back. I just want to read her comment and leave it at that. No, you are going to answer Susan. You're going to say, yes, Susan, I'm glad you agree. I'm so happy that you also found this interesting. I'm so happy this resonates with you as well. High five. Having a Susan in your comments is actually great. You know why? Because it establishes your authority. If your potential client is on your Instagram post and she's scrolling down because she wants to ask you a question because she doesn't quite understand and she sees Susan, another expert in the field, agreeing with you, she's like, oh, this girl knows what she's talking about because other marketing experts, you know, do the same thing. Good. I think this girl is on a roll. I think this person really knows what they're talking about. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and ask my question. That's great, right? Susan actually adds to your authority so just embrace her and just like her love her whatever but you do, you do have to comment back you do have to answer her and just be just keep it you know just keep it simple don't make it a big deal but there is one thing that I see a lot of people do on the internet that I'm super annoyed about I see a lot of people on the internet doing content marketing and they're writing for Susan because they are like, oh my gosh, I have to be so good at my field. I am like showing my expertise. I am using so much jargon in my blog post. I'm going to impress Susan. 
you don't want to impress Susan. You don't. Because if you're writing for Susan, your blog post is going to be too difficult for your potential client. And the only person that's going to pay you is a potential client. Susan is not going to pay you. And let's be honest, having a business is about getting paid. Otherwise, it's a freaking hobby. Okay, so Susan is not going to pay you. So please don't write for Susan. Don't try to impress her. You know who do who does this a lot? Like lawyers do this a lot, right? They write like huge blog posts with like lots of legal terms and lots of difficult language and, and sentence structure. And like, why? Okay, why? Because the regular Joe is not going to understand your legal terms. They're not going to understand what you're talking about, but you want them to be your client, right? You want them to, to pay you. But if they don't understand what you're saying, they're going to leave. They're going to leave your page. And so you're do- you don't want to write for Susan. Susan is not going to pay you. Just, you know, remember that when you're writing your next blog post or making your next video, you need to translate it to an easy language. So don't impress Susan. Make it easy for other people to understand. And then comes my favorite person. Well, not really my favorite person, but I like talking about her. The next person is Betty. And Betty kind of has the same knowledge as you. She um, also read some books. She also read some blog posts. She watched some YouTube videos. You know, she kind of got into the whole thing, but she's just too lazy to execute. She's like, yeah, I I got, I kind of get it, but like, I'm I'm not going to do this. Okay, you do it. Here's my money. Go ahead. I always compare Betty to like the popular girls in high school. I remember sitting in high school and having this girl next to me and she was very popular and I was not. I was like the nerd. Um, but she would sit next to me and while I was paying attention, I was writing down notes. I was like listening to the teacher. She was just drawing hearts and looking at boys and doing her hair and chewing gum. And I got, I've always got so annoyed. I was like, girl, why are you just, you know, why are you not paying attention? But she's the Betty. She is in the same class as me. She is listening to the teacher as well. We have access to the same knowledge. But she's also the girl that when the bell rings and we go out to the hallway, she's going to tap, be tapping on my shoulder and be like, hey, Jill, listen, I saw you taking notes. Hey, can you please do my homework for $15? Because like I have a game after school, so I don't have time to do it. Can you do it? And of course, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no, no problem. You know, I have nothing after school. So sure. Yeah, no, let me let me do your homework and I'll make some money. Great. It's a win win. That's a Betty. That's a Betty. So that's a typical Betty, someone who has access to the same knowledge, who kind of already started herself, but just kind of understands that, okay, at this point, I don't really have the time to do it. I don't really have the expertise to do it. Um, So I'm just going to give someone else the job and let them do it for me. Right, because it's business, they'll pay you, it's you. Okay, so you have to just embrace the fact that they are hiring you to do the job. However, these clients can be quite difficult because they have already experienced some of the things that you're talking about because they have already read about it or heard about it. They are going to be extra, I don't know, I don't really know how to explain it, but they're going to be looking over your shoulder and they're going to be like, okay, but this is good, but I read an article somewhere that says this and that and that, and shouldn't we be doing this and shouldn't we be doing that? And I saw this other girl on Instagram doing this, maybe we should take a picture like that. They're going to be very on top of it. Not a bad thing. Absolutely not. But just keep in mind that it's a type of feedback that you have to kind of work with. Okay. You have to get used to the type of feedback that they're giving and you just kind of have to breathe and say, okay, 
this is their business. This is their little baby. We all know how that works, right? We all have a business. It's kind of like your, your little child and, and they're giving their child to you and you have to do the work with them. So just take their critique, take their feedback, just, just accept it and say thank you. And maybe even get into a discussion with them on how to do it. Don't try to push or force your way through. Just kind of work together with them and, let, and show them actually that you are the expert and that you do it your way and show them that your way is a success. Again, they're not paying you for your knowledge. They're not paying you for everything that you've done because they could be taking a course on it. They're paying you because they like you. They're paying you because they feel like you can do the job. So just take that as a compliment and work with them and do your, do your thing, okay? Funny thing is about Betty's, I mean, that I have experienced so far in my business is at the end of the day, even though they can be quite difficult as a client, at the end of the day, they're always positive. They always give you a positive review. So yay for that, right? They give you a positive review. That's good. You can use it as a testimonial for your business. Great. So Betty is not bad. Betty pays you. She's good. Just work with her. Take her advice. Listen to her. Maybe even read the book that she recommends. Maybe even look at the Instagram post that she recommends because she's your client. So she's giving you insight into what other people want to see from you. Just take it. Just learn from it and be happy they're your client, period. Now, the last reader is, oh my gosh, she is amazing. She should be your best friend. We all love her. Oh, we're so happy. And it's Lucy. Lucy is your super fan. Lucy's going to read your stuff and she's going to be like, oh my God, I had no idea. This is so amazing. You're opening doors for me. I am listening and learning and I'm reading and oh my goodness, you're so good at what you're doing. I want to work with you. Please, can I work with you? Because wow, you know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah, Lucy is like the person that we all love, right? That's like the person that we come across once in a lifetime and they're on Instagram and they're on your blog post and they're on your YouTube video. They're in the comment section. They're taking time out of their day to comment on your post. And I, we just, we do it for Lucy's, right? I mean, that's why I do it. Whenever I post something on Instagram and someone comments something like that, I, I'm just so grateful. I go to their profile immediately and I like their pictures and I just want to conversate with them. Yes, it's a boost to your ego. Yes, it's very superficial. But how great is it that when you put effort into your content, when you actually try to teach something to someone and that person is so thankful, they're like, yes, this is what I've been looking for. And you're giving me the answer. That's a great feeling. And yes, they are going to be your potential client. And you are writing for Lucy. Okay, not Susan, maybe a little Betty, but you're writing for Susan. That's who you're doing this for because she's the one that's going to pay you the money. She's the one that's going to be so happy with your services. She's also going to be the one that is going to recommend you to all of her friends and family and other business owners. Like, I work with this person and I hear that you need this and this and that. Well, I know the perfect person for that and I'm going to recommend you. So if you're writing your content, if you're making your podcast, if you're filming your video, keep Lucy in mind. You want to have Lucy just walk away at the end of your post, be like, wow, this is amazing. And I need to work with her. I really want to work with her. And these clients are the best. Okay. I've had a few of these as well. And oh gosh, I, I still keep in touch with them. I follow them. <laughs> I look at all of their Instagram posts. I'm like, yay, you're doing so good. And I, I'm like, they're a little cheerleader and I'm so happy when they succeed. Lucy is not an expert in the field. So you have to 
teach her the things that you would normally, but in a, in a different language. You want to talk to her directly. You want to take her by the hand, take her through your thought process. She's not going to really understand it. She's not going to be able to do it herself, but you are giving her a, a reason to trust you because you're teaching her th something that she hasn't seen before. And because you're doing it in your way, with your voice, with your tone of voice, with your writing, with your video, with your face, she's going to see that and she'll click with you, right? So you have to make content for Lucy. And I can't give you any tips on that. I can't really show you how to do that because you have to be yourself. You know, the way that I talk with my ums and my pauses, that's me, okay? So I can't show you how to be you. And you have to find out who you are before you're going to create any content for Lucy. You can do that by asking yourself some personal questions. You can do that by going to a branding coach. You can do that by maybe even meditating and just seeing what works for you. But you have to be you and you just have to teach the things that you know in a very easy way for, for Lucy to understand and for Lucy to like you, know you and trust you because that's going to make the sale. So to sum up, okay, we have Susan, who is your competitor. She's going to read your stuff. She's going to judge you a little bit, but she's also going to agree with you. She's good for you because she's going to establish your authority. And, you know, maybe she even has some good tips. Okay, then we have Betty. Betty is the high school popular girl. She um, kind of knows what she's talking about, but you're going to do it for her because you're because she's lazy and she just doesn't want to do it. She doesn't have the time. And then we have Lucy, of course, which is our favorite, which is our super fam. Now, you know these three types of girls, you know these people, you know your readers. Please take it in mind the next time you're writing your blog post or making your video. Ask yourself, is this what Lucy is going to like? Is this what Betty is going to give me her money for? Is this what Susan is going to compliment me on? Okay, keep that in mind when you're writing a caption on Instagram, when you're writing a blog post, when you're making your YouTube video or even pinning on Pinterest. Keep these three people in mind. Because these are the people that are going to be surrounded or that are going to surround you and your business. All right, guys, this was it for today. I just want to thank you for listening, of course. That's the first thing I want to thank you for. I also want to thank you for your patience and for the fact that my audio is jacked, but we're getting that fixed. I also want to thank you for bearing with me and my cat, but... Yeah, it was a pleasure making this podcast and I really hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, please leave me a review because I want to hear some feedback on the topics and on my talking skills, I guess. <laughs> I have a lot of pauses. I have a lot of ums, but all of your feedback is really, really welcome. And if you don't mind, if you really liked it, um, please just share this on Instagram. Take a screenshot of your phone right now while you're listening and share it on Instagram stories and tag me and I will repost it and oh, it'll be just amazing. You'll be my Lucy for today, okay? So thank you again and I'll see you next time. Bye.